Hello, I'm Arwinda Dillon, and a solicitor at the Infanco Dubai office. Today, I'm going to be talking about when owners must give credit for benefit obtained following charterers' repudiation. It concerns a case called Fulton Shipping Inc. of Panama and Globalia Business Travel SAU, shortly called the New Flamenco, which was decided in 2015. Now, in a significant judgment from the Court of Appeal, the principle by which an owner is bound to give credit for benefit obtained following a charterer's repudiation has been confirmed. We have previously reported on the commercial court decision, which has now been overturned. The Court of Appeal held that where a claimant acquires a benefit as a result of doing something by way of mitigation, which arises out of the consequences of the breach and is in the ordinary course of business, that benefit should normally be brought into account when assessing the claimant's losses. Turning now to the background facts. The charterers repudiated a time charter by re-delivering the vessel early in October 2007, rather than when the charter party was due to come to an end in November 2009. There was no available market for a replacement charter party in October 2007, and the owners sold the vessel for $23.7 million. Now, had the owners sold the vessel in November 2009, when the charter party was due to come to an end, her value would have been around $7 million. Accordingly, the owners had made a gain of $16.7 million by selling their vessel in 2007 rather than in 2009. The owners claimed damages from the charterers for loss of profit for the remaining charter period of almost two years in the amount of €7,558,375. Now, the charterers argued that the owners had in fact suffered no loss and should give credit for the gain of roughly $16.7 million, which is about €11 Euros. Now, this credit would wipe out the owners' claimed loss of profit. The arbitrator found in favour of the charterers and held that credit should be given. The commercial court, however, found in favour of the owners and held that no credit should be given since the benefit obtained by the owners was not caused by the charterers' breach. The question of law before the Court of Appeal was whether the difference in the price obtained for the vessel when sold and the value of the vessel at the contractual re-delivery date constituted a benefit which, on the principles of mitigation and avoidance of loss, should be brought into account in the owner's claim for the charterer's breach of contract by making early re-delivery. Turning now to the Court of Appeal decision. The Court of Appeal allowed the charterer's appeal and held that the benefit should be taken into account provided that the benefit arose out of the consequences of the breach in the ordinary course of business and by way of mitigation of the owner's loss. In bringing the appeal, the charterer submitted, among other points, that a finding of fact had in fact been made in the arbitration that the benefit of the sale had been caused by the charterer's breach and had been gained by the owners in mitigation of their loss. The charterer also submitted that, where there was no available market, the actual trading of the vessel in mitigation of loss would always be taken into account, and there is no reason why the sale of the vessel, which was in mitigation of the loss, should be treated any differently. The owner's key submissions, aside from supporting the commercial court findings that the fall in the value of the vessel was not caused by the charterer's breach, were that fluctuations in capital assets should not be taken into account by way of mitigation, and that before any benefit could be brought into account by way of mitigation, it has to be of the same kind or type as the loss. Turning now to the principles of mitigation which the court considers. 
They considered the relevant principles of mitigation and specifically the rule that where a claimant does take steps to mitigate its loss and those steps are successful, the defendant is entitled to the benefit accruing from the claimant's actions. In reviewing the relevant legal principles and authorities on mitigation, the court indicated that there is a general principle emerging from the authorities that ought to provide sufficient guidance on this point. Available market. The court confirmed that the issue of whether there was an available market affected this principle. Specifically, the measure of damages where there is an available market is to be ascertained by calculating the difference between the contract rate of hire and the market rate of hire achieved. This was established in a case called the Elena de Amico of 1980. However, where, as in the present case, there is no available market, the owners cannot substitute the vessel immediately and any alternative mitigation, such as chartering the vessel on the spot market during the unexpired term of the charter party, will be brought into account. This is supported by the decisions that Kildare and the Wren, both in 2011. The court considered that, where there was no available market, an owner may equally decide that the most reasonable thing to do to mitigate its losses is to sell the vessel. If, in so doing, an owner acquires a benefit from the sale made at the top of a falling market, there seems no sound reason not to take into account that benefit when it is that sale which was both the cause of the benefit and the act of mitigation. Accordingly, the court found that the benefit acquired by the owners from the sale of the vessel following the charterer's breach did arise from the consequences of the breach. The benefit acquired by the sale of the vessel arose in the ordinary course of business, and the sale of the vessel where there was no available market was by way of mitigation of owner's loss. Accordingly, that benefit had to be brought into account when assessing the owner's damages. And just a final comment. The judgment takes into account the commercial reality facing owners where charterers are in repudiatory breach and there is no available market. In particular, the limited means by which an owner can mitigate their loss. The analysis undertaken of the commercial court decision has clarified that there is just one principle to provide guidance when considering whether a defendant is entitled to credit from a benefit acquired by the claimant following a breach of contract. This principle is as follows. Where a claimant acquires a benefit as a result of doing something by way of mitigation, which arises out of the consequences of the breach, and is in the ordinary course of business, that benefit should normally be brought into account when assessing the claimant's losses.